Well, hi! My name's Crystal. If I haven't met you before, I just got out of a five-day training for being a certified facilitator here in Noosa, Australia. I'm in a beautiful, as you can see, Airbnb uh, down by Peregian Beach uh, in Australia. And um, I called, welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show, I called this episode, uh, I have to look, I always have to look, hi Adele. Um, how do you outcreate the perfect storm of your family projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections, distractor implants, and the holidays? And um, I'm actually going to do a three-call series on this, like I do. Hi, Michael. And uh, we are going to look at all the things. Um, so I don't know about you guys, but my family has been the source of a lot of difficulty for me over the years. And I am going back home to visit them this Christmas for the first time in a really, really long time. And so that was sort of the inspiration for the call. Um, <clears throat> I actually always ask you guys to send in your questions and somebody did. And I wanna kind of, I wanna start with Fabiola's question just to give us a starting place and then uh, see where we go, like we do. And uh, uh, if I can find it, I will read it to you. Okay, so she goes, hey Crystal, great timing. Um, I actually have a question. So, <clears throat> my mom lives six months in Italy and six months she loves to live with me in Canada. I've been going through some hibernation in the past 15 days from having two amazing and profitable months, one Monday morning after facilitating a bars class in a week and I decided I deserved to stay in bed for about two weeks. <laughs> I kept asking a lot of questions and today I noticed anger on my chest, distractor implant, pressing my potency, mimicking my mom. Got it. Now what? What are the questions I could ask to choose differently around my mom? Being a petulant child is getting boring and exhausting. And um, so there's, a, there's actually tons of stuff in this. Um, but I wanted to start out with a story uh, about me getting up to the microphone in this latest class and asking a question of Gary and Dane. And I was looking at, for this particular question, I was looking at something completely not related to this topic. I was looking at becoming a better facilitator, I thought. Which basically when you're looking at becoming a better facilitator, hi Wesley, um, you've already judged that you're a bad facilitator. And so I kind of already knew that when I stood up to ask the question, but anyway, I asked it anyway. And my question was, hey, there's this one area of life or, you know, when I'm facilitating people that I don't feel as confident in changing things. And so is there anything I need to educate myself on? Is there anything that, you know, can I be doing anything to do this better? And Gary and Dane proceeded to mock me mercilessly about, yeah, yeah, you should go become a doctor, go to medical school, da 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 da. And then Gary looked at me, he's like, no, all you have to do as a facilitator is ask a question. Now, I already know this. I already had actually kind of gotten there for myself, but here's the four questions that you ask any fucking thing, whether it's an intensity in your body, whether it's a fucking crazy family member, whether it's a a thing you've got going on or whatever. Here's the four questions. You guys ready? What is this? What can I do with it? Can I change it? And if so, how can I change it? Now, I am a facilitator. I know these questions. I've asked these questions to a lot of people. Like this is a familiar, you know, I get it. 
but it was really, really easy for me to just drop those questions in lieu of something else that I thought I should be doing in order to get a specific result. And that's what I started looking at with this. I was asking about this one particular thing that I didn't feel very confident in changing. And I realized after I asked the question that I was looking with this particular area to get a specific result. And um, any time that you're looking to get a specific result, even with yourself, you're actually functioning from conclusion. And that's not like, okay, who cares? It doesn't matter except do you actually want change there? That's the thing. It's like if you actually want change in an area, you've got to be willing to function from question. <laughs> that fucking word should. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so I say all that to go, um, if I, if Fab, if Fab was, Fabby was sitting right in front of me, the first thing that I would do as a facilitator is I would stop her at the point where she actually got to a conclusion. Because the conclusion is something that you've already decided is, and you, you can't get awareness of anything beyond the conclusions and the decisions that you make. And um, so, what questions could I start to ask to choose differently around my mom? Being a petulant child is getting boring and exhausting. The first question you want to ask yourself around anything, and it really doesn't matter if it's the holidays or anything else, it just so happens that around the holidays a lot of us choose more time with our families, is what do I want to create? And um, I, you know, in heading into spending some time with my mom and my sister and my family over the holidays, I've been looking at that, like, what do I want to create? I know for sure that I want to spend some time with my nephews. I know for sure that when I'm there, I'd like it to be ease. I know for sure that I'd like to see my mom, and I know for sure that I'd like that to be fun. And so when I look at all of those things, the question that I ask after that is like, well, what could I choose to create that? Now, there is also gonna be the getting into the situation and getting there and all the things, and then using the tools in the moment, right? That the tools in the moment can really never be replaced because there's still gonna be those times when somebody, Aunt Mary, says that thing about your nose that she's always said, and you have that same feeling that you've always had. What do you do with that? What do you wanna do with that? Do you wanna blow her head off like you do every year? Or do you wanna like, you know, do something different? And that's where a tool like, interesting point of view, she has this point of view, interesting point of view, I have this point of view, interesting point of view, I have this point of view that she has this point of view, becomes really fucking helpful. Um, but, but that, even using that, is, to the, is, is in the creation of what you'd like to create. Like if you know Aunt Mary and you know she says this thing, that's, there's still this like, okay, so what do, I wanna, what do I wanna be here and what tools can I go in with to create that thing? And um, my, my mom called me uh, actually this morning, this morning, yeah, I'm in Australia. She's in Colorado. She doesn't know I'm in Australia and I don't have a way of actually contacting her besides on the phone and she's been trying to reach me for the last six days by calling me. I keep forgetting, I've been in class, I get out of class, I don't call her back. Anyway, she likes to take that personally when I don't call her back. And so, uh, so today when she called, I was gonna let it go to voicemail because to be quite fair, I don't actually know what it charges me to answer a call from the States in Australia. And, um, and, but I knew, anyway, so I knew she had stuff going on and so I just answered. And I was like, hey, blah, 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 thing and thing. But that came from what do I wanna create with her? Not what am I obligated to do, what no choice do I have to function from here, but like what do I actually wanna create with her? And I've been functioning from this place of like, I'd like to create ease with her and I'd like to create as much of a relationship as she can have with me. Uh, and that's all. And so there you go. And so that choice comes out of that. 
Um, I'll give you another example of this, what would you like to create, that's not related to the family stuff, but I'm noticing that, you know, it is this question that actually creates whatever. Um, I was chatting with a, a new friend recently, and they were asking me about my business, you know, like about how I got to being an online facilitator, and, and I said, I really looked at it because I was like, why did I start, you know, why, because there's a lot of facilitators around the world and we all do our businesses really differently and I was like, why did I actually start this business like this? And it came out of the question of what do I want my life to be like? And when I looked at what I wanted my life to be like, I wanted the freedom to travel and I wanted to work online whenever I wanted to and so, so out of that desire to have my life in a certain way, then I was like, well, what's going to actually, what's going to create that? And so that, out of that question came the ideas of you know creating classes online and connecting with you guys online and and making sure that everywhere that I go that I've got yeah for you guys exactly I've got good internet and things like that um, but it all came out of what do I want to create so this is what I'd like you to look at when well I, I just invited you to look at it with all the things hi Karina um, hi Emma but, but when you're, especially as you're heading into situations where you know that you've got stuff that comes up, right? This is the thing about family that I think that trips us up a bit is that we have all these kind of old, if you want to even call them triggers, hi Janine, um, just kind of buried there that we know what happens. We know what happens when mom walks into the room and she says the thing, right? And so look at that before you go in like what would I like to create here here's one of the things here's one of the awarenesses that came out of when I asked myself that question with my family and I'm heading back to visit them um, I'm aware that I don't want to stay very long because when I stay too long and too long is relative but when I stay too long um, it gets really boring for me and so as soon as I get bored I get less I have less allowance I have, everything affects me different right so I, if I, I can't stay too long so that's that's thing number one um, thing number two with my mom is I know that I can't visit her at her house because her house is like a sh it's a shit show and so that is not a choice that I'm actually gonna make so to visit her means that I'm going to create something else so for my mom I know that that means I need to give her a heads up so that she can get ready and so she can do her hair and do all that thing and and plan so that I can pick her up to do the thing, to go to do the thing, okay? So, but all of that's coming out of an awareness of what I'd like to create ahead of time. And, and also, but and, so I'm gonna say, so that's the first part of like, really like looking at the situation. You know, you gotta be willing to know yourself. You definitely have to be willing to know yourself. And you have to be willing to look at and be honest with yourself about where other people are functioning from. So if you go into any situation with the, a projection and expectation, right? So hope is a projection and an expectation of a future that can never be. And faith, I have faith that this will be great this year, is a projection and an expectation that means it can't possibly turn out like that. So are you doing any of that already? And the way that you change this for yourself is you just become aware of it. The gift of um, having an awareness of anything is that you have another choice. So start looking at where you're already functioning from. Am I, function am I hoping and praying that it will be different this year? That's a projection and expectation. So one of the tools you can use is all the projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections that I'm using to create this, I'm choosing. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And if you don't know what that clearing, that crazy statement is, it's go to theclearingstatement.com and you can find out all about that. 
So that's one of the things that you can use with that, but you gotta first, and, and, and I was gonna say you have to first recognize that you're doing it. You don't. You can just pock and pod all the Pez Juniors. Those are Pez Juniors, projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections. If you go into a family event with, I hope this will be good this year, or it'll be fun, it'll be fine. First of all, you gotta go, well, what question is that? And then go, okay, so what am I projecting and expecting will be fine, right? Am I projecting and expecting that it'll be fine that my dad won't drink 18 bottles of booze and, and hit somebody this year? You know, is what do I actually know is true here, right? Because uh, if, you, if you keep your awareness about all the things, right, about, hi, Asgard, about, about what's true, about what is. That's one of the things that Gary just said over and over, and he says it all the time, but I just heard it, this class that I just took. You know, he would be talking about something and he would just say, it just is. It just is, right? Like with my mom, her house is a shit show. That just is, <laughs> right? We will make it work is another projection and expectation. We will make it work. We will? Who's we? Do they have any interest in it working, right? Like, okay, I'm projecting and expecting that they have the same desire for this to work as I do. Right? Like that's, that's another great projection and expectation. Um, and then the other thing that gets wrapped up in there are these things called distractor implants. And distractor implants are designed to put your attention on something you can't handle. You can't handle anger. You can't handle guilt. You can't handle blame. You can't handle shame. You can't handle life. You can't handle living. You can't handle reality. I mean, there's 24 of these suckers. And they're designed to wrap up your attention. You know how you start just like, uh, uh, you just start ruminating and you start overthinking and your mind goes and you're trying to figure things out? You're in a distractor implant. That's how you know you're in a distractor implant. They distract you and there's something you've aligned and agreed with or resisted and reacted to that's holding the implant in place. And, and now you become non-functional. And that's a lot of what happened, that's a lot of what I chose in my family over the years was, you know, especially the distractor implants of blame and shame and regret and guilt. Those are like, those are our family's favorites. We just do those all the time. And anger, rage, and fury, and hate. Only we do those in a suppressed way so nobody knows. <laughs> but that like, okay, so, so when you get all of that in the air, you've got to remember that you're aware. You've got to remember that you're aware if you want to have a happy holidays, no matter what is going on around you. And you know, fuck, skip the word holidays in this thing and just apply this to life, right? If you forget for one moment that you are aware, you will walk into a family situation and you will start functioning from the same things as you did for centuries. So, Another tool that you can start to use to unravel this for yourself is all, is this, this is from the foundation manual and there's something we do that's called bio, bio mimetic mimicry. So I'm gonna give you the clearing. So all the biomimetic and biomimetric mimicry of my family's pains, pathways, and realities am I choosing I destroy it and create all that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all insurance, boys and beyonds. All the biomimetic and biometric mimicry of my family's pains, pathways, and realities, I destroy it and create all that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all insurance, boys and beyonds. So I'll give you a two-pronged, I don't know how many prongs, let's start with two-pronged approach of how you can handle this, okay? So put, if you know you're gonna hang out with your family, first of all, create a clearing loop now of all the biomimetic and biometric mimicry of my family's pains, pathways, and realities, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online, shorts, boys, beyonds. Then here's something else you can clear with your family. 
all the hi Andrea hi Kathy all the oaths vows swearings fealties commealties commitments and blood packs between me and fill in the blank throughout all lifetimes time space dimensions and realities right wrong good bad pod fuck all nine shorts boys and beyonds so this is your clearing loop okay so you're gonna do pock and pod the biometric mimicry pock and pod the oaths vows swearings fealties commealties and now put every single member of your family in that clearing individually so if you have 17 family members, you're gonna have 17 clearing statements, okay? Um, and then go, and then add to that clearing loop all the projections, expectations, separations, uh, projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections, creating any difficult, all the, I'm, okay, sorry. All the projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections that I'm using to create the separation I am choosing. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, online, shorts, boys, beyonds. Okay, that's part of your clearing loop. And then all the decisions, judgments, computations, and conclusions that I have about how this will go, about what people should do. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then all the distractor implants holding any and all difficulty in place. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then add to that clearing loop, hi, Angelique, a generative question. Go, what reality beyond this reality am I now capable of generating, creating, and instituting with my family? Okay, so that's, that's prong number one of like, man, make that clearing loop for yourself. Because that is like, hey, Andrea, oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad this is a contribution. Because what, that what that's going to do for you is that's going to start to unravel all the unconsciousness you might be functioning from with your family, okay? And if you guys come, I'm doing a three-call series. If you come on the series, what we'll do is we'll look at your individual thing and we'll, we'll really clear some of this stuff over the calls. But you can do this on your own now. So that's create the clearing loop for yourself. Now, when you create a clearing loop, you can do it on your phone, but play it for yourself 24-7. When I was first really, really changing this stuff around my family, I put that oaths, vows, swearings, fealties, commealties, commitments, clearing thing that I just gave you, I put that on a loop for 24 hours a day for two weeks because every single morning I woke up for 37 years, I felt guilty for leaving my family every morning. And when I found that clearing, that changed that. After 37 years, I no longer woke up feeling guilty anymore. So that starts to change some of that underlying stuff. And then look at what kind of tools you want to arm yourself with or empower yourself with as you're hanging out with them. Because listen, the only thing that has a chance of creating a change in the world is you being willing to be a different possibility. That's it. You can't change your family into being, they're gonna be, it just is. Your family just is. They just are who they are. They're gonna choose what they choose. That's how it always will be and how it is, has always been. And the more you're willing to choose to be different, the more they will have the space to make a different choice if they'd like to. Now different means, it's not just differently, it's not trying to be nice. Because nice is actually suppressed anger. Nice is bullshit. But being, is transformative. Actually, that's a meme. Nice is bullshit, being is transformative. But the way you get to being, it's not a get there, you choose it. And you choose it by being interesting point of view. And I'm telling you, your family can either be the greatest torment for you or the best facilitator. And I choose to let them be the best facilitator of me. And what I, what I mean by that is I use every single moment with them to facilitate me into greater consciousness. 
And I don't mean that, like, I mean greater consciousness, just greater interesting point of view. So every single conversation and every single choice I make with them is like, okay, so, you know, interesting point of view, I have this point of view, an interesting point of view, I have this point of view. And that's not something I'm saying out loud to them, that's something I'm using for me in my head so that I can be and have the peace that I'd like to choose. And remember, I circling back around to the beginning of the episode, oh yeah, you can offer bar sessions, that's another really great idea. Um, is happiness, circling back around to the beginning of the episode, is that question of what do I want to create? And one of the things I had to really start to get is that my family's going to choose what they choose because they choose it, right? Like if we're all hanging out for Christmas or whatever, you know, everyone's going to be impacted and affected by things in a completely different way. I have sisters that really they are sad about lots of things, lots of the time. I have other sisters that just power through and get her done, you know, I've got brothers that choose what they choose. Everyone's gonna choose what they choose, right? So I get to choose what I wanna choose. And if one of the things I'd like to create is happiness being a choice for me, regardless, what can I choose to have that? And now that will be a choice for all of us in every 10 seconds like there will you know that's that's a choice that's a demand you could but it's a demand you can make of yourself before you ever get anywhere of like I'm demanding of myself that I choose happiness this this year regardless of who's feeling what regardless of who's choosing what and if I were truly choosing for me what's the reality that I would choose you have available to you that choice for happiness no matter what the fuck anybody else is doing it feel it can feel less possible when you're around family. But what could you demand of yourself to make it available for you? So this is the two-pronged approach. It's that running that clearing loop so it starts to unravel all that charge, chargey stuff. And then really going, hey, listen, am I willing to choose happiness no matter what? And, and then go, th go do the thing. Like go to your sister's house and have her say something and find out that you are not choosing happiness in that moment and go, well, what would I like to choose here? And then so another clearing that you could add to your loop if you wanted is who or what am I not willing to lose that if I were willing to lose them would give me all of me and everything that is times a godzillion, right? Wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all lane, shorts, boys and beyonds, right? Your family might shun you for being happy, right? Like, I don't know what your family's gonna choose. They might celebrate you. They may actually be pleasantly, we don't know what they're gonna, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know what your choices are gonna create yet. But you get to be the creator of it, if you'd like to be. You never have to be at the effect unless you put yourself there. And you may not know you're at the effect until you find out you're at the effect, and that's cool. But in that moment, you can go, oh man, I'm totally putting myself at, my, itself at the effect of my sister's mood. I did that all the time. Oh my God. But my sisters would have feelings about something, and I would like, I, everything in my world would change because they had feelings. I bought them as real. I mean, do you buy your family's feelings as real? Hey, Zamara, Samara, 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 Samara. Um, do you buy them as real? They're not. Feelings aren't actually real. They're a creation. But if you buy your own feelings as real, you won't believe that about other people's feelings. So are you buying your own feelings as real, right? Are those more, uh, are you making those more real than the choices that you have for happiness? The choices that you have for enjoying something, whether anybody around you is enjoying it or not, right? And you've gotta be willing to create fun and laughter for yourself. Because if you try to impel and impose that on other people, they're just gonna stab you with 
the, the turkey fork. You're just gonna get a turkey fork in the eye. It's not fun. And you gotta go to the hospital and you're bleeding. It's like a whole thing. Don't do that, right? But would you be willing to have fun and laughter even if everybody else around you is completely miserable? What would that even take? What choice and demand would you have to make of yourself to have that as an available choice? Would you have to be willing to lose people? Would you have to be willing to piss people off? Would you have to be willing to be the only happy one in the room? Would you have to be willing to leave the room if it just isn't no longer working for you? So let's just do this one more clearing and that you can also add to your loop if you're gonna make yourself one and it's all the reference points. And reference points are anything that you're doing to reference the past in order to try to create the future. And that's, I mean, Jesus Christ with family and relationships, reference points are everywhere. So all the reference points and objectives for family that you're using to create the difficulty with family that you're choosing, will you destroy and create all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all in shorts, boys and beyonds. So many reference points. So here's another great question when you're in a moment is, if I know not this, what would I choose? If, if most of the time with your mom you choose to withdraw, if I know not that, what could I choose? If most of the time with this particular person you choose to like get all depressed, if I know not this, what could I choose, right? Like start to ask yourself a different generative question because it will bring up awareness of choices that you have available that you didn't even know you had available. And I think I'm gonna shut up now because that's a ton of shit. So I recommend you go back and take notes on this because there's tons of stuff in this that will actually give you a lot of freedom. I would really be grateful if you loved this, if you would share it. And if you would like more, there's a three call series coming up right before Christmas, December 21st, 22nd, and 23rd that you'll be invited to that we can, where we can really start to change some of this in a deeper way. I adore you. I'm so grateful for you. I'm kissing you and hugging you from Australia, and uh, I will see you guys live next week.